Today's episode has a content warning as it features a sexual assault survivor. This is Nicole, and this is a Panay podcast to magically disappoint your parents. Hey, I'm using the headphones you got me. It took um, me a month to figure it out. Happy birthday. It took you a month, or it took Koi five minutes to figure it out? Uh, it was Koi. He found the USB uh, that was supposed to connect. I thought it was by the cord, so when I was trying it out, I was like, is, am I going to record this way? And Koi's like, it's wireless. Get with the program. <laughs> You know, that's so interesting because, like, he told you to get with the program, but he don't know who BTS is. Sorry! Oh. <laughs> wow. Sorry, we're uh, both lost in different realms of this world. Anywho! What's new with us? You've been around the bed on the internet, Nicole. Um, <laughs> I've been disassociating <laughs> with the election. I'm super proud of this week. Um, you just being off my, like, I'm like, that's been really good. And I just want to say, I respect you for it. I'm like, I mean, um, also, (laughs) so like we, we had a guest, um, and then there was just a a lot going on. So I haven't really been, um, on social media too much, like very short bursts of time I'll be on there, but like. Um, ah, it's just a very exhausting week, but I, I do appreciate all the Nevada memes that are popping up right now. Mm-hmm. And it's our, our renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, I, are we going out of order? Like, <laughs> no, no, I, you know, um, I, I still, when I say, uh, that we've been all over the internet, so you and I were recently at. Um, get out the vote with um, Ruby Ibarra. I don't know if y'all have heard of uh, <laughs> of Ruby Ibarra. It's a, a little little bio major who happens to have a uh, a rap career. <laughs> we need more of those. Um, shout out to Dan Santos for um, bringing us Brujas along. Everyone uh, thought we had a cool podcast name, and uh, our listens were up after that. Um, but mostly um, going on there, we tried to be authentic. What do you say, Nicole? I mean, we, 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 we mutually crafted the statement, but you really cleaned it up. Listen, listen. So I definitely at one point had to turn off my video so that I could have a glass of wine. Because <laughs> this is like, I mean, I don't think it's a secret how I'm kind of like, a pessimist and want to like uh did you hear biscuit he he knows what's up um that um like i'm just very disillusioned with a two-party system and the electoral mm. electoral college so like you know i'm like uh, we have to vote because i guess it's a little bit of something i um, like so i'm like in between that like yes i will go vote um but like uh, this is a system that doesn't really benefit me. So like for sure there was a time where I had to like turn off my video and have my little glass of Stella Rossi black. Mm-hmm. Um, if they could um, sponsor us, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love uh, Rolodex's potential sponsors. <laughs> um, but it was, 
it was really cool to like have a uh, Jennifer Paz um, and Ruby Ibarra like what? say like definitely shout us out um, yeah. and then also like self-identify as like Bruja baddies um, yeah um, so like that was hella cool. So cool and Louisa Aquino had some really fire things to say mm-hmm. so um, <laughs> I you know Biscuit's got a lot to say too today <laughs> I'm okay with this. Biscuit is a, a biscuit baddie manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On this episode of Biscuit Baddie, um, so sorry to our guest <laughs> about that. Um, <laughs> he's being so naughty. We can't um, just have the animal uh, commentary. I mean, I you know, it's, it's crucial adam- for our success. It's above me and it's out of my hands. <laughs> I'm just going to let go and let God at this point. Um, but yeah, the get out the vote thing was very interesting. It was like a, every time I go to these things, like it's very much like a sociological goldmine for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but it was cool. Like I'm, I'm glad that um, they gave us and they gave Jean space to go on there um but i don't know maybe we'll save the (laughs) the good shit for like um our what is that our patreon that doesn't exist (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i really am thankful uh nicole showing up that night just because it was like forgot to mute my mic after so uh, (laughs) well that's how she hit me the dms to do it namely nicole (laughs) be like jane mute yourself <laughs> so i'm not sure i don't understand technology anywho yeah it was you know we were there we showed up but you know um we're, we do everyday work towards uh you know social justice um outside of a system so you know we we still out here so um fan mail update thanks for the shout out from kanina Pucci, um who's a drag king um, for referring us about uh, what's the Tea Tuesdays with House of Kings Toronto. Canada. Um, <laughs> if you, you want us, we're, he- we're here. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. I think you, you listened to some of our episodes. So, um, yeah, the brew house here. Just... Wait a minute. Who is yeah. it? Let me, let me look up Cremina real quick. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, they've got like some really good. Um, drag king stuff like drawn on six pack i can't find them are they local no i think this is all canada how cool though thank you so much <laughs> to find it I, i'm so i'm prepared i'll try to put that in the show notes so. yeah um, so here we are on we are embarking on a three-part series called art and mental health um, and so to give context why we're doing this, uh, many times in our Philippinex community, art is something to stray from, romanticize, or only hold value if it is lucrative mm-hmm. for capital, right? So um, <laughs> bodies, we want to identify, <laughs> identify folks that use as a part of an overall healing for themselves that eventually encourages others to participate in art making too. So... I want to welcome Kaylee. Yay! <laughs> Thanks Thank for being for here. here. Thanks for inviting me. So honored. 
Um, will you let everyone know your uh, social media social media handle because I just love it so much. Yeah, yeah. So it's at Survivor S U R B I B O R K A Y underscore A R T Art at Survivor K Art. Yes, we are fans. Um, even if you were a fan of us, this is how it works on BB. We just become fans of each other, which there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, breaking hierarchy, right, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> we try. That's our pastime. We love breaking hierarchy. So how do we know our guests? Um, you were one of our first listeners to this budding podcast of the last year. Um, I think we've really solidified our friendship with our zine mutual love. Um, but I don't want to write history here. Kaylee, tell us how you also know us too. Yeah, I just like, I started listening to your podcast. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Wow. And then we ended up like following each other on Instagram. And so I feel like I know you and Nicole, even though I don't exactly know you, but I feel <laughs> like I know you. Um, and I remember I was at a like Filipino event like last fall, like a year ago. And I saw Rose there and she was so like, are you? And I'm like, you're Rose? And I'm, I actually asked her like, why are you here? Because like, I was just like, you guys are from Vegas. Like, what are you doing in this neck of the woods? You know, it was, it was really funny. But yeah, so that Instagram, man, who, who knew? It's, yeah. it's really awesome. It's a good kind of catfish, as they say, you know. Yeah. I mean, this time we're all real when we show up, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, yeah, Instagram really brought us together. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, um, the when the algorithms work this is in our favor. Yeah, this is the kind of magic that can happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just other Filipinos follow other Filipinos, and then I find out about other Filipinos, and I'm like, wow, they're cool. And then, wow, yeah. here we are. Here we are, and you do a lot. So you know, we want to break it down for our listeners. When did you start creating Kayleen, and why? Well, wait, wait. So, like, uh, Kayleen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, what, um, wait, oh, oh, sorry, y'all. What is, as, as Jean eats some dragon fruit, um, what is it that you do and what is it that folks think you do? What is it that I do and what is it that folks think I do? Or I, guess, um, or I guess it's the other way around. What do folks think you do and what is it that you actually do? Like, Art related, specific. Yeah. What in life, whatever. In life. Oh my gosh, what a bad is, question. Um, is art so... not part of your life? <laughs> yeah, in life. Are these existential questions? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess right now I'm a master's student studying counseling. So I have clients. I'm in a practicum site. I'm seeing people like virtually doing counseling, mm. kind of like this. Um, and I make art in a lot of different ways. In the past year, I started making zines and like that was a whole new thing. But like outside of that, like I sing, I play guitar. I used to write a lot of music. I don't do that so much anymore. I write poetry, do spoken words. So there's dance, like a lot right? of different stuff. Mm -hmm. huh? You dance, don't you? Yeah, I dance too. You see, that's something I forgot because like COVID, I can't dance nowhere. It's like, mm. man. But yeah, I dance too. So that's something else. You are a polymath, my fan. Yeah. 
Polymath Anonymous. Sorry. <laughs> We're all misfits. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, thank you for um, telling us all those things that you love and, you know, those roles and stuff. So um, yeah, back to when did it all begin for you? Yeah, so I mean, I started making zines sometime last year. I can't even remember exactly when, but like, I had gone to a friend's event where she was releasing a zine and she mm. like did a whole like festival where she had mm. a bunch of different vendors selling zines and she had like bands. It was super awesome. Um, and yeah, and so I first found out about zines through their event and, you know, they had encouraged me to apply to LA Zine Fest. And mm -hmm. so I made my very first zine to apply to that zine fest. Wow. Uh, and I got in and I was just like, what the hell? Um, but then of course they canceled it because COVID, you know, um, but oh, for wait, me, hey, were we all supposed to be there? <laughs> oh my God. We could have all met in person. <laughs> and here we are. A compilation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I'm glad that I still get to talk to you all like this, you know, outside of our internet spheres, though. So that's yeah. <laughs> so wow. like the that, and I think that this is also super important to show that like, so you made your first zine as like an application and you got in yeah. to like a very established yeah, festival so like for folks who might, it's very accessible yeah anybody doubt themselves can do exactly that that's like the beauty of zines tell yes. us more. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean for me it was really just like so I was sexually assaulted June 2019. Yeah. And mm. so like after that, I was using zines as a way to really process what was going on for me um, because I didn't have anybody really talk to about, I mean, I had a therapist, which was good. Definitely encouraged therapy for people. Um, but like, I didn't have anybody that I knew that like personally went through it, even though we know a lot of people mm. experience abuse. Right. But it's not something that we talk about, especially not in our culture. You know, <laughs> uh, my family is very Filipino, very Catholic. Um, and talking about those sort of things was really not tolerated. And it was almost just like expected also like that. That was like normal male behavior that they encouraged me to like go back to him, like because they thought he was the perfect guy and shit like terrible. So making zines was really a way for me to express myself and just be like no this was wrong this is why and also just like so I guess not just um processing it but also educating other people about it because it's something that people don't talk about in um the mainstream media and making it in a zine makes it so accessible because you just have a few words and pictures and people can really get because I'm talking from my personal experience I'm not speaking for everyone but they can just see from, okay, this one person, this is how they're feeling, how they're dealing with it in this moment, or this is how other people have treated them. Um, so I think it's, it's one way to really gain awareness, raise awareness about a topic that's really difficult to talk about, that people feel really uncomfortable listening to it or like bringing it up. And I'm like, no, here's my life experience. Like it happened to me. It happens to a lot of people. Um, it, doesn't have to be this big um terrible thing that you can't talk about you know um so i guess that was a way for me to kind of like breach that topic wow and you just had me thinking of a lot of our survivor friends in vegas follow your account now you know oh 
yeah, I shared it on our account, but like, yeah, as you're speaking, I'm like, Kaylee's impact has, is outside of her space, like, oh, uh, nice. that's, I mean, thank you for making accessibility. And yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's the really wild thing about the internet, because like, I've honestly, during COVID, I've sent like zine packs to people in different places around the US, but even like internationally, and I'm like, what the fuck, like people like read this shit like somewhere else. I'm sorry, it's cursing like, is yeah, that okay? okay. You know us. <laughs> Like right after I said that, I'm like, maybe that's like not the Thanks for asking for permission, you know. but yeah, it's cool. But yeah, thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I was really excited uh, about your distribution and whatnot. And it's like, you're opening up conversation about mm-hmm. that, that the health that we discount as healthcare workers, um, mental health. So um, how do you think that's impacted your health overall doing art within your work? Oh, it definitely helps. It definitely helps because it was one way for me to empower myself because as a survivor, it often feels like your power has been taken away from you. So I was able to reauthor my story and be the expert as this is what happened to me. This is how it happened. And I get to say how I feel about it because also like other than the actual assault, like there's tons of people out there who will blame you for what happened who will tell you who will dismiss you blah 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 blah. you know so like for me to be able to put on a piece of paper said hey this is what happened this is how it is you can't fucking say shit to me about it because this is my experience you know and um it it was very helpful because nobody wanted to listen to me talk about it (laughs) you know nobody wanted to have that conversation so it was mind-blowing to me that I, I decided to put this out on the internet and I had people like like it or comment on it or whatever. I'm like, I'm not alone. Wow. It was really amazing. The, um, it, yeah, that's like the cool and shitty thing about like um, finding each other on the internet is that you also, um, that you draw these connections through uh, like terrible things. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible sure. experiences. But like, but then there's like this beauty in like zine creating that um, like helps us work through it together, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you talked about like um, making zines as a way to like um, really uh, reaffirm um, yourself and your story, and as like a way to. Um, like control the narrative. So like, mm-hmm. is there anything else that you like hope to achieve by um, making zines and circulating your zines? Yeah, I mean, other than like, just helping myself, I guess, like connecting with other people, as much as I hate hearing that these things have happened to other people, because I would never wish it upon anyone else. It's good to know that I'm not the only person who's experienced this, you know, like you feel less alone in that or hearing from people like, oh, wow, I really related to this. You made me feel less alone or whatever. That's really cool. Um, Or when I hear from people who have not experienced some kind of abuse, but they read it and it helped them understand someone in their life. Mm -hmm. That was really cool, too. I'm just like, wow, like because in my experiences, I feel like it's been very rare for people who haven't had that personal experience to want to hear about it or educate themselves. So that makes me feel 
better about the future, I guess. I don't think there's ever going to be a future where zero abuse happens, but, Mm -hmm. like, that other people, whether they're personally affected by it or not, are, like, seeking out that knowledge. And hopefully, you know, I feel like with zines, like, it's maybe you feel kind of awkward about bringing up that conversation, but it's very easy to just pass someone a zine and be like, yo, here's this thing. It's not a big time investment. They can read it in like five minutes and they might just gain something else where they're like, oh, wow, this is something I never thought about. Um, Yeah. That is hella cool. I appreciate your vulnerability with this so much. Um, I think that's definitely like one of the, first things that I like DM'd you about was like oh yeah I definitely uh, or like you know I experienced intimate partner violence also and so like um but like as a queer person um and so I think like you know um uh rape culture fucking sucks that like we're not we're socialized to not think that or we're socialized to think that it's only, I don't know, Gene's gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're the host now, Kay. How does this, fa- this power feel? <laughs> oh um, I'm, you know, Gene will be back yeah. any second now. But um, so like, let me get back to the serious shit. Yeah, <laughs> um, great culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that, and, and you mentioned it earlier that like, as Filipinx folks, um, or yeah, like we're not like there is. It's very normalized in our like communities to um, yeah. like accept um, assault as like mm-hmm. like it only happens as like a stranger danger incident, or that if it happens with like an intimate partner, it's like mm, well, you know, did they really mean it? it were they drunk? Yeah, uh. yeah. Um, and so heard it all. Um, I uh, really do appreciate that your zines cover this topic and that, um, but that it is like, it's, it's sadly relatable on a very large scale. Yeah. Um, and so your vulnerability, I think, and hope, like, and like what you said earlier, like it brings other people like like they have this new understanding of like something that happened in their life. Um, do, uh, do your parent like, do, do your parents see your zines or like, do you have close relatives that have seen your zines? Um, my mom has not seen them. My dad has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but my dad has, he's, he's more open to talking about feelings and stuff. And my mom is not, um, mm. but you know, that's just like a way of coping, you know? Hey, Jean. Ah, here's Jean. What a dork. How long was that for? It's okay. You know, so what, like, wait, you got bad internet or something. What's going on? And it froze. I should take a picture of what we all look like. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. So my dad has seen some of them, not all of them, but he's, I'm definitely more open to sharing that with him. Um, and my mom has not seen any of them because it's just like something that she is not emotionally able to do, you know, and that mm-hmm. isn't any kind of fault of her own or not that she doesn't care about me or love me. Right. But it's just like, it's something 
that's just so taboo and <laughs> like any kind of depression or anger all those sort of feelings are just, just you know taboo just not talk about you shut it down um like it was like a month six weeks after it happened and you know i decided that i wanted to report my perpetrator and my mom was just so upset about that she lost it um because you know to her she was like why aren't you over this yet um mm. so it's a very different frame of mind yeah but you know it's mostly just because she doesn't want me to be in pain you know, she's like, I don't want you to dwell on this because it's painful and I don't want you to feel bad. So just don't feel bad. But that's not how this works, unfortunately. So <laughs> Right. Gosh, you, you make me really reflect about like, um, perhaps there are stories probably untold on her end or, you know, of our mm -hmm. girl. Mother. I was just about to say. <laughs> like, right? so it's like, your zines are triggering me. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. such a projection, like that yeah. kind of reaction um, that is like so sad, but mm -hmm. humanizing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like there was this, I, I didn't realize this because I was too young at the time, you know, but I was hearing the stories later as an adult of my aunt had broken up with this guy, you know, and that she was super depressed after and she was having all these different things. And I explained to my mom, I'm like, she was probably abused too. Mm -hmm. You know, I just like knew um, kind of generalities of like, she didn't want to have sex and he was pressuring her and whatever. Um, and my fam my mom was telling me about like, yeah, she wouldn't come out of her room. She wouldn't eat all this different stuff. And I'm like, okay, she was probably having like PTSD, like some major right. shit must have happened. And my mom, that didn't click for her until I said that. And she was like, oh, I think you're right. But at the time, you know, nobody talked about it. It was just something that you, you know, so taboo. You just shut it down, everything. Um, and that's really kind of the norm in our culture, in our community, you know? And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about, like, you know how the zines have made it accessible and stuff in a sense where, like, you know, no one's breaking down doors for any of us on this um recording like please make a book about um filipino trauma <laughs> you know what I mean? oh my god Beans is like the only way where it's like hey like i'm not gonna wait for um the book industry to be like care about my community like yeah yeah well that's mm -hmm. like that's it right like that's community work is that we do it for each other and not wait mm -hmm. on a yeah a publisher <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to ask, Kay, um, so how long have you been in your program? Um, I am going into my fourth year. So I've been going a bit slower, I guess, you know. So Nothing wrong with that. Would, yeah, you see, yeah. like most people would take two or three years and it's like, I've been working and doing other stuff. And plus COVID has just made it really hard to like get internship hours. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed almost every bit of it. Some parts are very painful, you know, but it's, it's been great. I um, love this intersection of like mental health and mm -hmm. scenes. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, um, because this is definitely the direction that I want to go in. Mm -hmm. um, and so I like, I, I want to, can, can I ask like, what part of the country are you based in? Yeah, I'm in California. 
Okay. So like, um, are there a lot of Philippinex folks like in your program? <laughs> um, you know, there's more than you would think. I'm not mm -hmm. the only one. So that's exciting. But mm -hmm. I think like there's still, I can think of maybe five who are in like my year and maybe the year below me mm -hmm. or something. Um, so there's definitely, it's like, there isn't that much Asians to begin with yeah. in mm -hmm. counseling or psychology, mm -hmm. you know, and then Filipinos like even smaller than that, you know? So, but I'm glad that there's, there's others there where I'm like, Hey, Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm praying for your survival. <laughs> Um, oh my god like i <laughs> i wonder like what a like a like a hella uh philippinex like cohort would look like <laughs> and, i know like, I, like that a, would be really interesting i wish i could see that counseling program <laughs> to be like <laughs> like you all show up to like uh your practicum like smelling <laughs> like i don't know food <laughs> or something <laughs> or like that a, would be the dream yeah like a uh, I don't know, like, just <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I mean, that would be so nice, because, like, I remember this before COVID, you know, like, I, I always bring my lunch to my practicum site and whatever, and I, like, heat up my pancit, and I'm, like, eating that in the, in the, I can't even think of the lunchroom or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and like, it would be so nice if there was some other Philippine person who, like, knew what that was you know like I was always self-conscious about that and Punset like doesn't even have like a strong smell it isn't even something like Dinaguan or like right. or whatever you know but I was still kind of like nervous about like oh what they're gonna like say or something right like, they're gonna call it chow mein or something <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like no <laughs> are you um finding like um like do you have a lot of Asian um or philippinex like clients you know not that many um and wow. I, it's interesting because like i i can say like i think i've been there for eight months and i've only had two asian clients um mm. yeah so it's pretty low but like also it's been super exciting because when I do talk to them and we have some similarities or I feel like I can understand them in some ways that other people may not, mm -hmm. um, you know, not saying that like, okay, because I'm Asian, like I understand all Asian people. Cause that's not how that works, you know, but like <laughs> just having some understandings maybe about like, maybe this person doesn't want to share about certain things that would reflect negatively on their family or different things like that. Um, but also, you know, my experiences, everyone has individual experiences, but also being mixed race, the experience is totally different as well. So it's like, I can connect to them in some ways and then other ways I don't, you know, and being very transparent about that with any kind of clients I work with is important to me. I really like that about you, Kayleen, because you, you know when to allocate and give space. Um, you know, typically, like, you know, I've, I've also experienced, like, therapists where they almost prescribe everything based off their experience on me. And I'm like, wait, this, That's not I true. don't know why this is happening to me. <laughs> You're a straight white woman. <laughs> you come from money. Right. Lexapro again? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
to the art thing. Do you have any tips for anyone who's anxious or hesitant to do what you do? Yeah. What are your pro tips? Also, like, I want to know, like, where did that that gumption come from to (laughs) to apply for LA Zine Festival? Because that Um, is so cool. Mm -hmm. I was just like clueless, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Love your transparency. This is any good like tips because I feel like I'm just kind of like dumb and willing to go for anything. But like, you know, the thing is, I wasn't in the zine community at the time. So I had no idea that LA Zine Fest was a big thing or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. I had no, I had nothing to lose you know, because I'd, I'd never done this before or anything. Just one of my friends told me I should apply. And I was like, well, if they think I should apply, why not? You know, and I'll just do this thing. And like, yeah, I want to say, actually, my first zine I ever made was like, tips for how to support survivors. Because yes, I love that. One. Thank you. All the different ways that people did not support me when I was first going through it. And I was like, you know what, people need a manual people need to like, because it's not that people are bad intentioned, they just don't mm-hmm. know, you know. Um, so yeah, I came up with like six basic tips of like, these are things I wish I had. And I put it in a zine. And I was like, boom, there it is. Um, Yeah, so for anybody who's curious about doing it, you know, you don't have to put it out on the internet if you don't want to. I mean, that's just kind of a me thing. I'm, you know, I feel like I'm kind of weird because I put out all this really (laughs) personal shit on the internet. Um, So that, if that isn't your style, you don't have to do that. But Mm -hmm. make it for yourself. You know, if you never show a soul, doesn't matter. If, If it helps you get out whatever you need to get out, then do that for yourself. Yeah, and it doesn't need to look pretty. It doesn't need to be like a perfect masterpiece or anything. As long as it speaks to you, I think that's all that matters. <sighs> My heart is full. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think like uh, I don't. I don't know if you are feeling the same way, Jean. Because like I am. We oh. um like you know we Jean and I and our friend Gina um. <laughs> I love Gina another person I have not met but I feel like I know exactly like we we love your work so much oh thank you yeah I'm like blown away because you you're the same person that lives in your work you know what I mean you are not fake at all Mm -mm. and it really comes through and I I you know there needs to be more people doing literature that are raw and real and yeah it's just a Y'all really, really I'm just so me up. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that this is like um the universe's way of us finding each other um, yeah for sure I so I want to ask you about your other little um side hustle it's I mean it's not a hustle <laughs> but it's like can you talk about masa yeah yeah i was just like side hustle like what's that and i'm like oh i get like your other projects <laughs> yeah so i've been um organizing that with my friend angela labrador um and she is awesome um we met while organizing pisona 2020 what what um, so, yeah we met doing that and we just kept in touch afterwards she's getting her PhD in communications and I'm getting my master's in counseling and we're just talking about like you know what they're like 
I, like just being in academia I'm like yo like where are the Panais in academia at like I know they're here and why don't I know them you know why is that history just like totally erased to me and whatever like I haven't had those mentors mm-hmm. like growing up like you know and I I talked about this briefly during our event but it was just like I've never had a Philippinex instructor so Jean I am so glad that you do what you do like that's awesome you know but like I never grew up with that like I never saw Filipinos in like any kind of position of authority or anything and I was just like damn you know like what would that have done for like my self-esteem because like anytime I see like Tagalog in like a web comic or I see a Filipino in like anything I'm like my people you know (laughs) so yeah so it was really kind of we just wanted to create a space where we could have people gather you know who identify as Panais in academia and we reached out to a bunch of different professors and all these professors were like hell yeah let's do it and we're like what like you guys are like goddesses we're like ants like you (laughs) want to lend your time to us like amazing you know and we just put it out on the internet and then all these people showed up we're like what all these people showed up to like I'm still in disbelief that it like happened, you know, and it was really amazing because like we just all we really had to do was create the day and time and the space for people to gather. And, you know, these Panay professors just dropped all this knowledge on us. And we're like, damn, we're blessed, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that's really all it took because they're all there and they're all willing. That's the thing that like really struck me the most because they were all talking about like, yeah, when I was in my program, I was the only Pinai there. I didn't know any others. And like, so they really want to give back. So that was really cool to see like this new generation and like the older generations like collaborating and like really, they were just so down to like help out. And then these like younger people or just like people at different points in their career being like, yo, like I want to do that. And I think that's like, so helpful to see that other people have done it so you can do it too man that's like everyday magic for reals and it's like it's acting on a dream you know and it it doesn't have to be like in my five-year plan it's like what about (laughs) this month Mm -hmm. (laughs) what about today Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. is there a recording of this available Mm. we do have a recording um when we recorded it we had kind of agreed with the group that like we would share it within the group and Mm -hmm. then we would come to a consensus if everyone was okay with it to make it more public um yeah okay um so this is my public plea to please give me (laughs) nicole spinoza access to see this because i definitely (laughs) forgot to sign up for this um and i can co-sign that doctors Joy Salas and Dr. Mm-hmm. Valerie Francisco <laughs> Francisco Chavez are um, hella cool. I actually yeah. met Dr. Salas through Dr. <laughs> Francisco Menchavez. <laughs> um, and there, there is, I can co-sign on this, like, um, this, like, willingness and this um, passion and, like, this mm-hmm. um, desire mm-hmm. to see more um, philam, penais, and um, femmes, yeah. like, building community in this space. Um, that's yeah, so that's exciting. why, like, I'm, <laughs> like, so when I was, like, hello going to conferences, I've always wanted to, like, put Jean in my pocket and just take her with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I'd always be there for the stories though after you got back um like... <laughs> yeah so like basically for what I think that because you talked about like where do you find these um other Felham academics right yeah. is like you have to go to NWSA National Women's Studies Association <laughs> that's one <laughs> of them um and then um you also what's the Asian American one Ooh, don't oh, quiz me um, on this. <laughs> it's a triple AS. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because I think that's cause my understanding is that it's just all of them hanging out with each other, and it's not really oh, uh, like high as pressure. It be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as it should be. Wow. I mean, like, what's the name of this uh, group or meetup? What? Um, so maybe perhaps listeners could try to pencil and Google and find. Them. <laughs> Yeah, so we call ourselves Masa, Manga Ates of Academia. So, you know, our Ates of Academia. Um, we don't what a have, great name. Like, a website or anything right now, but like. Never stop to yeah. you guys. Know. That's, that's, you know, really cool. in the future, um, we're hoping to do something like spring 2021. So, yeah, I mean, y'all, you all will know. We'll, we'll put it through the channels and then other Philippine X people will pick it up. And, you know, that's just kind of how this thing goes. Wow, look at these systems without capital working, um, distributing things in the art world and academia just to yeah. distribute, <laughs> you know, I am, this is such, I, I'm excited for our, just our listeners who get to hear all of this uh, rich resource sharing. Oh, <sighs> I have FOMO. <laughs> 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 okay, I, um, so... What is that time? <laughs> Should we do a uh, Rex now? <laughs> yeah. All right. It's our little recommendation um, hour for our Brujas, Brujex, Brujex people out there listening. So my three recommendations, um, I'll kick us off. Um, one, number one, jackfruit. Um, how, uh, um, jackfruit is delicious in case, or how we call lanka um, uh -huh. in, our, in our culture. And there's a real like art to finding a good one, you know. Um, it ha number one rule, it has to be super stinky like your armpits. That's mm. how you know. Um, the second thing about that is um, the spikes aren't so spiky, like they're getting dull. And three, if it's kind of yellowing on the outside from its greenness, that's also a good tip. Um, my two last recommendations, muting. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of <laughs> this happening. Um, a lot of people are like deleting friends, unfriending people. I like to give people grace to find where they will be. So I just put that little unfollow mute notification. And if you're hearing this and you're my friend, don't like, don't be like, was it me? You know, it's, everyone needs space and a commercial break. So I think muting my notifications and my settings on my phone and muting friends on a temporary, you heard me, temporary basis is great for my mental health and mm. really brings safety to those next to me in a way where I am not constantly activated slash triggered um, mm. by the, the internet. And that's my recommendations. Kayleen, do you have any recommendations before we oh get to Oh my gosh. Ah, um... I guess one of the things that has brought me joy during quarantine has been growing my own garden. And honestly, Ooh. it's nothing even big, like, because our backyard has a bunch of concrete. So we just have some potted plants back there, some like cilantro, some mint, some tomatoes, you know, but watering those every day, seeing something grow in this stagnant time makes me feel really good. 
Um, and the other day, like, I brought my guitar over to my family's house because, you know, we're celebrating, like, Day of the Dead and everything. And mm -hmm. we ended up singing some, like, really cheesy Pinoy ballads. And, like, that made me feel so good. So singing, you know, singing really melodramatic songs. Get it out. That's super yeah, amazing. amazing. I love it. That just brought um, me joy too. <laughs> <laughs> My recommendation recommendations are um, beet juice. What? I, I have this concoction of like <laughs> beet juice, carrot juice, um, cranberry. You are so healthy. I know. I am not. <laughs> not it, on your like level. it comes in waves. Like, <laughs> so like there's cranberry, apple. Um, and I cut it with water and then I add um, chia seeds to it. And it's like really good energy for me. Um, I mean, shout out to my cousin, Kat Lea, who is a long distance runner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tell me about this. Um, and she's like a trail runner and shit. So, um, wow. you know, I, I guess that's what they do for long, like to burn energy longer. Okay, okay. So, like, I'm really into it right now. Although, I will tell you, uh, the burps, the beat burps are not the business. <laughs> and the beat. Thanks for the warning. Are just uh, as scary. But <laughs> it's just beats, y'all. Um, and then my second uh, uh, recommendation is my problematic white queen, Kylie Minogue, came out with a new <laughs> album called Disco. And let me fucking tell y'all, I'm so fucking happy that she stopped <laughs> with the country pop. No offense Yay. to country pop, but I mean, she is the dancing diva queen. Yes. Um, and this album is really good from start to finish. It came out today at midnight. <laughs> oh, did it? And I've li been listening to it all day long. And I just feel like my inner wine mom um, who had like a 70s <laughs> like, I feel like I might have had a, a disco um, past life yes I really think that I might have ain't nothing wrong with that during Studio 54 um, and it just brings me so much joy in this politically <laughs> uh, tumultuous moment <laughs> yes, and like yes. and I say politically tumultuous as like there are places around the world that are definitely like that are experiencing war. <laughs> and so yes. like I'm coming at this as like with my fucking American privilege. Yes. <laughs> but not to discount yes. what this election is like capable of anyway. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. If you love disco um, with a little side of nasal voice, I, I um, and like no like zero disrespect to Kylie Minogue she's like 52 or something and still turning out hits so I still feel like she's 20 something just because her name is Kylie Minogue you know what I mean listen it's when when you are that rich and you can afford good Botox <laughs> that's that's what happens when, when you can afford to not have um like working class stress show up in your face <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. that one is uh that one's accurate but like i love this album um so yeah. i mean if you want to dance good to know and disassociate oh <laughs> here's, here's a good how are you not her pr 
person. If you want to dance and disassociate, get that on a t-shirt, Kylie. I have given this woman so much of my money. (laughs) Pre-internet streaming and buying things from the import section of Virgin Records Megastore and Tower Wow. (laughs) Bringing me back, bringing me back. So if anything, she owes me money. (laughs) Give her that free t-shirt. Preparations. Redistribute your wealth, Miss <laughs> Um. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for being on Brewhouse. Yes, Kay, our new best friend, Kay. <laughs> yes, Kaylee, and like I, you know, I can I look forward to your social media account. Do you, Do you have any last words for our listeners, us, before we log off today? As we as we are now fans of you. <laughs> oh, oh, um, I would just say for. For anyone out there, like the only person who can tell your story is you, you know, and like you don't have to shout it from the rooftops or post it on social media, but like however you want to do it and say it just for yourself is enough and nothing should hold you back from doing that. Right. And if you want to uh, make friends and want to put that date and time and place um, it's ha- it, ha- it can happen, it. you know. Yeah, um, happened for Kayleen. Happened for us tonight, um, for yeah. sure. How- Any last words, Nicole, before we log off? Um, none really. Just uh, you know, I I co-sign on what Kay says. Like you are the um, author of your narrative, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. All Take right. care of yourself, y'all. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Please do. All right. Once again, you've been listening to Bruja Baddies. I'm Nicole. This is Jean. <laughs> and Kaylee. And this is a Panay podcast to magically disappoint, disappoint you on always getting the slogan. Ah! To magically uh, disappoint Jean's internet connection. <laughs> yeah.